make sure it goes here. Well, Mark Ellis, how does it feel to enter the cantina, the shoebox that is my life, apparently, on this Riley's Cantina? This is very Jabba's Palace it's because you walk in and there's a lot of nice trinkets everywhere. There's some swell antiques and there's a monster that is here that is chewing on things. There is. They may be live frogs. It yeah. may be a bone, but it is intimidating nonetheless. It, it's uh, Leia is in the house. But guys, welcome to Riley's Cantina. Don't adjust your dial because everybody... That's right. We're going to make Mark Ellis cry here. We got Chewy. We're home. I'll Look at the it. size of this show. It is happening. Don't worry about me. I'm just your host, Mark Riley here. We're going to pour some wine, right, Mark Ellis? But no, let's do it here. Thumbs up. Watch your head. It's Riley's Cantina. Look at that. Mark Ellis, how are you, friend? <laughs> Where does he get those wonderful toys? Oh, the toys are in full effect <laughs> right now because you know this is the new look. This is Riley's Cantina. Thank you very much, John Mariana, Paul Denuzio, and all my moderators are jumping in here now, I'm sure. Jake Yacoveta, Billy Belford, you guys are rocking it. Thank you so much. And for Denuzio and Mariano showing me the new tricks here and the show, you know, like if I want to do, I don't know, everything's fine here, right? <laughs> everything's fine, right? Thumbs up. And, uh, you know, and just if you need to have that like one punctuation moment, we can do it that way as well, man. But that's why I like it here. How are you doing, man? I'm, I'm great, dude. That, uh, you know, we're all fine here now. How are you? That's one of the most quoted between Riley and Ellis quotes that you'll ever get because yeah. one of us will start it and one of us will finish it. Oh, be sure will. either that or a Jaws quote. Oh, yeah. It yeah. Really, it, it, it's a thrill to be at your place when I'm not, uh, you know, hammered at, at midnight. Uh, at for the one of Riley's famous parties. <laughs> Usually Riley will have a party and it gets announced and then I'm already doing sets at the comedy store. That's so right. That's uh, right. I'll walk down afterwards um, and we have a good time. And he is exactly like if Leia is, she's Princess Leia of Calderon. And I she acknowledge is. her as that. She is Princess Leia of Calderon. That's her full name on her birth certificate. She does have Jabba the Hutt tendencies uh -huh. um, as far as the ego and the gangster mentality goes. And so I look at Riley <laughs> because Riley comes out to greet you at the front of the apartment. So you're like the Bib Fortuna. That's her right. Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> and you did wave your hand at me. And yes, I, I just went, no, Jabba, yes, no bother. And I just walked in her in, in and here we are. And uh, yeah, she was eating some sort of, uh, well, she's eating her bone. Now she seems to have calmed down. So no, that's she's a good cool. Thing. I think the initial uh, Beagle Boston Terrier scent that I probably give off yeah. is, has her a little concerned as to who exactly is entering the apartment. But it, it's uh, with this whole new setup here, doing it in my shoebox of a living room, she's the one that's mostly affected because I have these new people coming in every day and she's always warming up a little bit. Mm -hmm. uh, not in the best ways you saw, but you really did get right to it. And uh, you teamed the beast. She was barking a little bit, but then you, you you sat her down. You had a nice talk. Right. We took a picture together. We took a picture. We've yeah, been friends ever since. And it's great. So, uh, but first off, I did want to say something. I saw the ringer. My oh, God. thank you. It was amazing, dude. Thank you, buddy. I, I, I had so much fun. I was telling Ellis off air. It was Ringer, right? The it's uh, Bill Burr Bill, presents the Ringers. The yeah. Ringers. Yeah. I watched the it Ringer with my the mother. Johnny Knoxville Special Olympics movie. So. Yeah. It, I watched it with my mother. And uh, you that. You with your mom? I did. Because I, I was down there doing Orange County stuff, uh, wedding stuff, as it were. And so we decided to watch it. And my mom was like 
sitting there going, I had to explain the socks joke. That's what I told you. And it was a little bit awkward, but I'll take it. Because <laughs> you're the... You had to explain a joke about taking your socks off during sex to your own mother. It was I, I told you it wasn't it was it was mm, very awkward. That's not an easy task. Yeah, I didn't know what to do with myself in that situation. Um, other than just I don't know. You just grin try to get the hell out of there. Yeah. Just <laughs> I don't know. It was pretty it's pretty it was pretty awesome, but I wanted to congratulate you. Well, my I friend. appreciate you watching. It was it, fantastic. And I appreciate you showing the family. And yeah. uh, Mrs. Riley, you learned more about me than you probably wanted to. Yeah, she with sure that, did. With, with the set and the following explanation from your dear son. But <laughs> hi, I miss you. I love you. I look forward to seeing you in a couple months. That's right. But uh as we do on Riley's Cantina, uh, I gotta thank Today's beverage donated by Ryan Jarvis. That's right. You can buy us drinks here. Streamlabs donation of $20 or more. I always say a good bottle of wine yeah. is $20 now. And if yeah. somebody wanted to buy us a bottle of wine, you send the greatest Star Wars question you can with the $20 donation to streamlabs.com forward slash Mark Riley. And you too. Keeps us hydrated. Can keep us. Yeah. And you're all that. wondering, are we going to do wine or something else? And uh, this is a Triana. It is from Paso Robles. It's a, a Syrah. Okay. It has 25% Syrah, 75% Cabernet. Is it from a winery featured in the classic movie, uh, Sideways? It is not. Because they go up not. to Pasa, They do. They Pasa go to, Robles, they, right? Well, they yeah. go to Solvang, Santa Maria. So it's a little further south. Okay. This is more north. This is near Hearst Castle. So this is going to hit you really like... Like, boom, like right in the jaw. I might just pull a Paul Giamatti and just drink that in a Carl's Jr. cup. I want you like to see. The but it, it, you might like it. We do have a wine anniversary that we did observe over the Oscars, which was pretty much the first time I met Ellis. Uh, right. Really had a good conversation with Ellis. Was at my ex's place for a, a Oscar party. It was a good four-hour conversation. It was a good four-hour conversation. The entire Oscar party, we just sat there drinking wine. We got very drunk, and uh, we did observe it. I got a wonderful text from you uh, that said, uh, happy Mark and Mark yesterday. wine anniversary That's yesterday. That's close I'm going to get to sending people Christmas cards. Yep. Is I will send Riley a happy anniversary Oscars text. Who were the hosts of that famous Oscars? When we drank so much wine. Was it the Anne Hathaway, so James bottles? Franco? It was. Oh, my God. I cannot it believe was. that. Okay. Okay. When James Franco disappeared for the last hour, and you and I pretty much did the same thing right after. That's what we did. But uh, So I went ahead with the Triana, but it, did, it didn't feel right. It, it, didn't, <laughs> it didn't feel right. So I, You got a box of wine lying around here? Yeah, somewhere? so. I mean, come on. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh. I mean, come on. I will gladly. So I did buy Woo! a twenty dollar uh, oh. thing of uh, Coors Light. They were in the freezer for a while. Thank you. So they should be nice and cold. That's. Uh, I'm drinking Coors Light with. That's you. actually the text that I send to Riley when I'm coming over to one of his parties. They oh yeah. Say, hey, I'm about fifteen minutes out. Go ahead and put a beer in the freezer for me. That's very true. Cheers, so sir. Here on Riley's yeah. Cantina, everybody pop them. It's Coors Light time. That's right. Make sure you're looking each other in the eye when yeah. you do it, kids, because uh, according to my mom. If you cheers and you don't look the person in the eye when you do the toast, it's seven years of bad sex. That's and imagine looking your mom in the eye, knowing that both you know that now every time we toast. It's like, hey, okay. Look in the eyes. Mm. Ooh, that's good oh, that's oh. You know what I notice right uh, away is it, it is fruit forward. It, it hits you like kind of right in the mouth and it it's, opens it's a, well. It's a smooth finish. I'm gonna give it a little time here. I, was I think say, it will give open. A swirl. Yeah, I think it will can open I, up. Yeah. Can I smell the? Uh, is this? Isn't this how you do it? Is this? <laughs> is, is, I, I mean, I thought, why not? 
It's mm. Ooh, the bouquet on this is fantastic. Given what it's we're doing, like, I'm surprised either one of us have sleeves on at this point. <laughs> mm. Oh, that is a good, that's a good Coors Light. Ikaika in the chat, my friend, my Patreon member, says, has that water taste. <laughs> it's nice. It's light. It's refreshing. It's crisp. It's from the Rockies. I, I went really far to, to land this joke here by putting it in this. And now we have to finish it in there. But at least we have a, a couple cooled ones here. Cooled ones? Cold ones. Sure. This show and is all prop comedy today. It, it really is. It's uh, I'm the Gallagher of uh, YouTubers right now. Uh, this is amazing. <laughs> cheers uh, hey, to you, my uh, friend. And cheers to all your uh, all your success. On this uh, relatively, I guess, new endeavor. It's a new endeavor here, yeah. I'm and excited for you, man. You got a great you, setup here. You I can like broadcast it. all the live long day. People love listening to you talk about not just Star Wars, not just horror movies, anything that is on your brain at that time. And now you have it. the outlet to do it. You have the fan base to do it. And it's great seeing so many of y'all in the chat room. So cheers to you kids as well. Yeah, cheers to you. 200 of you coming in here, you Star Wars sweaties. God bless you. As we do on the show, we will be taking all your questions. Patron questions first, Patreon questions. The post is up right now, so we're going to hit those, of course. And then Streamlabs Super Chat. Super Chat, always welcome. Thank you so much. Streamlabs, big ones. We'll do at the end there. All the questions you want to ask me and Ellis, we're going to answer them for you. But I do want to start. I always like to start with some sort of topic to celebrate Star Wars. And it's not going to be a robot cutting us off at any There's point. There's no robot cutting us off at all. But I, will, I do want to get to this because Dave Chandler has one in the super chat. I'm going to go find it right here All right, hit me um, because I have this fancy new thing. Where is it, by the way? Yeah, that's the one thing I don't really have a lot of, uh, I don't have a lot of hands. So sometimes I got to find it. So Dave Chandler in, uh, in the super chat. Thank you so much for sending this. You guys are the best. Ellis, you were so rad on the Spade show the other night. Great Thank stuff, you. man. Keep up the great Thank work, you, gentlemen. Uh, appreciate that. Yeah, that's that was another good one, man. You're just how the beard turned out. You were, you were, I know. Your beard looked well, great. It's funny because so that aired Thursday and then the uh, the Ringers aired Friday, which was a pre-taped set. And I was watching the Ringers and I was like, I should have grown this beard last year. I know, man. <laughs> I should have. I was a year late on this baby. <laughs> well, it works and you look good. And I, I was just freaking proud that you were doing back-to-back -back things on Comedy Central. Oh, yeah. thanks, man. It's a, it was fun to do, and now it's a new week, and you know, time to get to the next endeavor and see what else, see what else is lurking towards I, that pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. I can't believe you still agreed to come on this show because, as I remember correctly, I did send you a text asking you, and I I did receive the who is this again, <laughs> and uh, which I is fair. It's it is fair because uh, you know who am. <laughs> And it is like, I don't enter a lot of numbers into my phone. Like I have a lot of just numbers that I recognize. It's how I stay mentally sharp. Some people do Sudoku. I never enter in anybody's number into my phone, but Mark Riley is in the phone. Do I get one on the phone? You made the Rolodex. You're on my speed dial as it were. I love it. I yeah. love it. Soggy mini muffins. Thank you so much. Hello, Mark. I'm always watching Hi, from the shadows. I uh, know you are. That makes me happy to know that there are people... <laughs> watching from the shadows that you're you're getting your sith on. So with that in mind, let let let's talk about some Star Wars, man. Let's I haven't talked it. to I haven't talked Star Wars with you in years. No, and this it is feels a, like I, I love what you've done with this. I love the right? the Revenge of the Jedi, which if it was still called Revenge of the Jedi, still be my favorite movie of all time. Uh that is your favorite, right? Return of the Jedi. But yeah, yeah don't you love that? The the Revenge oh, let's see if I can get it out there. The Revenge of the Jedi. Well that original title that George Lucas said, you know what? I don't really revenge, so we should probably change that. And they're saying, but George, we made the posters. Well, you know, I don't care. We got all the money. We got more money than God now. We can change the posters all we want. Yeah, right. I, I remember seeing you, and I felt bad uh, for you because 
we were hanging out. We finally got to have like a drunken, sloppy hug and good talk yeah. about the rise of Skywalker because yes. you and I were both fans of the movie. Yep. So I was lucky enough to go to the premiere. And then the next morning, I was lucky enough to get a screening. And I went to the first press screening of the day, the 10 a.m. one. And you were at, I believe, the 2 p.m. one. The 2 p.m., yeah. So I saw it on 10 a, at 10 a.m. with uh, my buddy Steve Byrne, who's a great comic, yep. came with yep. me. And then Ken Knapsack and Grace were there. Joseph Scrimshaw and Sarah were there. Yep. So we all went to lunch afterwards. And luckily, just everybody in that crew liked it. So we could all kind of gush quietly. We were at CPK. We don't want to ruin somebody's Chipotle <laughs> chicken pizza by spoiling the movie. But we all got to gush. And so then I heard you saw it at 2 p.m. Yeah. And you saw it with a crew that was not as high on the movie. And so you just felt like you were a little lost in. I, I was. Thankfully, uh, Roxy Stryer saw it with her. She loved it. We were, oh, we were able okay. to walk out and yeah. she was doing that. And, you know, and I, you know, reviewed it and whatnot and had my, you know, intellectual kind of feelings about it. But my God, that that movie gave me all the feels, gave me all the. Cr I cried like a baby and people like like yeah. Jarena was right across the way. And she's like, I saw you crying. Good for you. Jarena's oh, that so made me happy because we don't know if she has human emotions, but but she celebrates human emotions in other people. She does. So. She was just like, I was so happy you were crying. I'm like, what does that yeah. mean? Did you curse me? She's like, yeah, kind of. <laughs> and it's fine. If you don't like Rise of Skywalker, that's fine. I'm happy to talk with you about it as well. But there is something about seeing a movie like the Star Wars that you're just so excited to see. And if it lived up to what you wanted, you kind of, the first wave of people you want to see after the movie, right. like you don't want to get into a debate right away in the lobby no, with, I loved it, you hated it, okay, we can talk about it. But I just want to celebrate. It was more about celebrating the moment and yeah. the fact that we all liked it. it was just icing on the cake. So I'm glad you and Roxy got to have that moment. Together. Yeah, we, we had that moment. And and I don't know, and I don't know how you do this. You've been doing this for years, my friend. Uh, you know, do <laughs> watching a movie, sneaking premieres. into Star Wars movies, <laughs> but also just the idea of like, there's no way that I could review this thing right away and just go like, oh yeah, it's like the greatest movie of all time. I had to sit with it. Right, and I had right. like little like sadness that the saga was over and things in my head that that maybe weren't answered. But that, And then I watched it again with Julie yeah, and watched her eyes light up mm -hmm. throughout the whole thing. Clap, cry at the same moments I did, and I went, "This is what Star Wars is." About. I, I had the this same kind of Star experience uh, with my girlfriend Steve Byrne um, because he was watching it and he had a couple laughs around, and he had like a couple ooh, like excited moments early in the movie. Yeah, and I knew from seeing it the previous night, like, okay, if he's driving with this and with that, and and then that point, I'm like, I think he's locked in, and I think he's he's going to dig the rest of the movie. Yeah, and man. so we were simpatico with that. Yeah, but it, it really is one of those things where if you get to see the second and third time and you're seeing it with the newbie, you get to watch it through their eyes. But you're also more relaxed yep. because you know what's going to happen you know what's and going, you can yep. just settle down and, and decompress a little bit and just enjoy the ride. Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, to Matt Link, I did. I chug, chug, chug that shit uh, because I haven't had a nice frosty beverage in a long, long time. Back to Ben Rayner in the super chat. Thank you for this, my friend. Hi, Mark and Mark. Nice duo. So with this a style light Damn location right, episode from Kanja Club? <laughs> Just playing around, guys are awesome. Congrats on Comedy Central. Make Mark. I'm 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 assuming that was for Mark. Whoop, I'm gonna go there. I um, don't know. He, he could be on a he could be on the make. A funny guy. <laughs> you seen him on stage doing the Star Wars in, in 60 minutes show? You know, it's we're incredible. We're working on that. We're working on it. Are we bringing it back? I'm trying. I'm trying. Yeah. I'm not even drunk. I've had half a beer, and I'm just I'm just saying. We are, there's, uh, 
talks right now to try to actually get it going. I will be there front row if you want me yeah. front row. I can also sit I want back you in front the row. Yeah, no, no, no. I want you front row. I want you Jedi. Embrace the light. Get up there. Don't be in the shadows. I don't okay? want to pull a hard. I don't want two the of them. Yeah, I don't sit in the front. But <laughs> you know, I can I can sit back in the shadows and I can just judge. Or I can sit up front and I can be cheering and I'll bring my lights. I want your smiling face on that. Uh, that believe would be me. Great. Because that, yeah, that, that is something we want to do. The original Star Wars in 30 minutes. Uh, do it at the near the convention center, or we could do it there. We're, we're trying to, to make it happen. Because so. then if it's a hit, then you, then you could do Star Wars in 90. We could. Right? Because you could do the, the sequel trilogy. The sequel trilogy. We talked about it. We, we did the prequel trilogy at one point. We did Star Wars in 60. That was huge, and uh, it That's was great, it, right? it was a lot of fun. So uh, bring that back. We're gonna try to do that. But Ellis, yeah, question at hand, sir. I just want one favorite moment from the sequel trilogy, just one, oh the one God. that comes to your mind. Because three, well, let me see, are we still there? Because I believe three people didn't like the sequel trilogy that gave us the thumbs down here. So I really <laughs> want to make sure that I'm covering the base here, covering the audience here. But three. I there are so many that jump to mind, mm -hmm. but I'd love to hear your favorite moment from the sequel trilogy. And I invite all of you to do it in the chat room as well. Patreon, uh, Streamlabs, Super Chat, what have you. We celebrate Star Wars here in Cantina with beer, with wine. That's what we do. I want to know because there are moments if you didn't like, you know, The Last Jedi or you didn't like Rise of Skywalker, Force Awakens. Yeah, I get it. Sometimes you don't like a movie. But when Star Wars is happening, even though like the prequels were a little divisive back in the day, sure. I can pull moments from those movies that oh, I yeah. just absolutely adore. And I can do the same thing over and over again with sequel trilogy. So you, sir. Well, in honor of John Williams being nominated for his score, which That's I right. thought was accurate because he, he took nine, pretty much eight great movies that he had scored before and was able to combine them, but put new stuff in there and weave it all in so well. The score kicking in oh. towards the end of Rise of Skywalker when Poe thinks that nobody's coming and we've lost hope and then Lando comes in over the intercom and the music rises and yep. we see this huge fleet that Lando's recruited. It's basically like the Bad News Bears and the Little Giants and every other ragtag sports team you've ever seen. <laughs> they brought their jalopies. They packed Mandalorian their was their sewer. Like I thought I saw the Mandalorian flying in. Ghost, you could see the spaceship from Flight of the Navigator. They all showed up, and that would be the moment that is most at the forefront of my mind when I'm thinking about the sequel trilogy. I love that. Yeah, man. I immediately, every time, the most chills ever in a theater for a Star Wars movie in a long, long time mm -hmm. that I can remember. And that's when Kylo Ren does the flick. And the lightsaber cuts Snoke in half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Ray just grabs it. And you talk about music. Right. Va, da, 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 da. And she's just looking at him like, what? Yeah. Did, are, we, are we doing this? Are we together on this? And then they just turn. And that throne room scene is, I, do, I, don't, I, I, I don't understand The Last Jedi people that don't, don't, don't like it. <laughs> and especially when it comes to that moment in particular. I mean, people were putting like Led Zeppelin under that thing and Metallica and like Van Halen or whatever it may be to like punctuate that scene. And it just made, just kept getting better and better and better. I started watching that. I'm like, this scene gets better every time. I remember there was like a wave at, at the premiere when that scene happened and people were just losing their minds. It was like, oh my God, I can't believe what a, what a twist. 
Yeah. What a crazy thing to happen yeah, in man. the middle of this movie. I'm not sure it's what JJ wanted, right. but oh my <laughs> God, it was so cool. And I do feel, I do have a little bit of sympathy for all of Snoke's guards because at that point, they're just fighting for the paycheck. Like, yeah, they really are. They're their like, guy, oh, they've been hired to protect Snoke. They failed. So now it's like, <laughs> do I run? Do I stay here and try to fight? Like, if he can't do it, what am I going to do? Right. I hope I, I hope my direct deposit is still good for this week. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Can you imagine cut to that moment happens opening night? JJ hasn't gone to see it yet. He's yeah. somewhere across the world and he gets a text and he's like, they did what? <laughs> he just had no idea. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. They cut Snoke in half. <laughs> Where's my phone? Where's my phone? Where's my phone? Call my agent. It's like that that Eddie Murphy bit when uh, when he's talking about white people if Jesse Jackson became president. They'd be like, he fucking won? <laughs> yeah, that's right. He fucking won? <laughs> Paul Denuzio in the chat here. Super oh, chat. Yeah. Thank you, my friend. Popping in before preview start. The two greatest marks I know. Thank you, my friend. Can we get a novel about Lor Santeca, please? Have fun, guys. Lor Santeca. It's not a bad idea. There was some... Uh, Stuff happening, you know, Mox Van, uh, Max, the Mox, sure, Max Van Sidow doing whatever he's doing with Luke Skywalker, getting the piece to Poe. What do you think of Laura Santeca getting the I would novel? like to see more of that character because he just seems to know, he seems to be friends with all of our friends. He really, you know, when, when he's like, to me, she's royalty and he's talking about Leia, it's like, okay, I want to <laughs> know how, you know, what, what your relationship with Leia was. I, because I bet you he's like Leia's best friend. And yeah. maybe he was always like the, the, uh, the, the Jorah. To her Daenerys. Oh, you know, good call. Like yeah. Older, like overlooking, like, hey, I mean, if you want to think this is the next level, you can, but I'm happy to be in the friend zone. Right. I bet he trash talked Han at every turn. <laughs> I told you the smuggler's no good. You know, he's off running spice with his dog right now. Can you imagine just a scene where he, they get in a fight and she, he walks out and she's just there and he's like, that's my chance. <laughs> How you doing? Hey, yeah. are you okay? So sorry about so that. Sorry. What so, a scoundrel. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, you know, he is running spice right now. Like, have you thought about maybe talking to him? <laughs> maybe going to therapy? Nope. It's over? Okay, great. Because I know where your brother is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, if you want to ride with me, I can you give you a ride, ride to your brother. It's a long way. So. <laughs> we could talk on we'll the way. Probably have to stop my mom's house overnight. <laughs> And then you can come on. <laughs> Little known fact, Laura Santeca lived with his mother for years after That's the true. fall of the empire. That's true. Dark Faith 66. Thank you. I know. I usually stop by on Horror Night, but can't resist some baby carrots. I appreciate Dark Faith. Dark Faith yes. 66. Got to get you on, uh, getting to get you talking horror one day on uh, too, Riley's Camp Blood. I'll crash on the couch and do it tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we got a couch. <laughs> Leia's, uh, you know, taking up. How you doing over there, Leia? Yeah, good. You want to snuggle on the couch with your Uncle Mark? Yeah. Snuggles? No, no, she's too much. She's going into the, uh, she's going right into the bone there. So I, I get sweetheart. it. Is she going to have a, a, a defined role at the nuptial ceremony later this year? She will. Okay. She will. All she's right. going to be in the ceremony. Okay. We're thinking ring bear. I love it. Uh, hey, you, know, you need a dog wrangler. We, I'm, I'm happy to assist. I, I, I you know, I, I'm looking to, I'm looking to the uncles, you <laughs> and the McCoogs and the Ken Napsocks. It's not a one person job. It's, it's really not. It's like, if all of you can like, put a hand on Leia and just walk down <laughs> the aisle and just like, you never let it go. It's, it, it, we'll be carrying her. Like it's a, <laughs> some sort of ancient Greek ceremony. <laughs> we'll put her on her chair. 
dresser as Cleopatra. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. bring her down. Okay. That probably won't work. I think I'm pulling focus from the bride, but uh, I don't know if that's, if I'm supposed to do that, but thankfully Ed boy is here on Patreon. I'm going to answer questions now, Patreon, get those stream labs in. We're going to do a big stream labs and super chat towards the end there. Get all the questions that Mark Ellis and I, you want answered because it's star Wars time. And Ed boy writes, Hey Mark and Mark, Shout out to the dog stepfather and the dog real father. <laughs> You've earned that title. I have, I guess. That's my, my next special is dog actual father. Yeah, we need to get you an actual dog. <laughs> one that's not a name that you don't just uh, have from time to time. One that I don't borrow. Yeah. <laughs> my question is, if you had to throw a music festival in the Star Wars universe, who are the two to three headliners? What planet would it be on? Keep up the great work, both of you. Oh God, that's a good one. Can we use any band we want? Because I know you gotta you gotta get Van Halen in there somewhere. You would need to have Van Halen because of the intergalactic guitar abilities of of Edward. Um, mm -hmm. I would. Okay, I, I'm thinking planet first. Yeah. All right, and I'm thinking we can get a great deal on Dagobah. Yeah. Dagobah um, is very cheap venue. The parking's not going to be good, so you're going to want to Uber in right. to Dagobah. Gets a right. little dicey with parking there. But I'm trying to think of, like, I think Tatooine might be the best area because it's it's like a Woodstock kind of thing. It's just a lot of open yeah, it's like, space. It's like Burning Man, dude. It's like go right by the Sarlacc pit. That's exactly what we're going for. Yeah. 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 I might go I might go Naboo. I think Naboo, like a little, uh, yeah, Naboo would be like a, a celebration in the square. Yeah, almost like you know, it's like a oh, festival. Oh, that'd be cool. Yet you, get, you de definitely get Metallica to play. Yeah, I want to see Metallica just ripping shit up in the in the courtyard of Naboo to where like Amidala is gonna like, like what's going on out there and like look out the window and and go and then she's gonna <laughs> dress down and go be a part of the people. You yeah. know, and one of her decoys is behind because yeah. she's a big Metallica fan. I don't know if you guys knew that. Yeah. Okay. Here's what I got. I got if if you want like a metal concert, like I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do the big four. Okay. I'm gonna okay. do Megadeth, Slayer, Anthrax, and Metallica. I'm gonna do it on Mustafar. Okay. Um, like they're gonna be like over a lava pit, and we'll find like a safe place for the fans to watch. But if I'm doing my tat, I like my Tatooine Burning Man idea. Um, but since it's Tatooine and it feels like a desert, I'm gonna go with. Uh, the Eagles are the headliner there. Oh. They can play Hotel California. We'll do some peyote and just, whew, just I, experience. I love the peyote idea. Yeah. I mean, we want to yeah. get, I mean, you know, this is going to be that kind of party. <laughs> I'm all for it, dude. <laughs> dude, I'm getting better at this. I'm getting better at You're this. You're great. <laughs> I'm just being entertained watching this. I know. I'm just going to, here's the whole show, by the way. It's like, ready, dude? Watch that one. Isn't that great? Isn't that great? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Thumbs up. How about this one? How about this the one? old stormtrooper banging his head? Oh yeah, that one. How about that? We're gonna go. We're gonna go places. That's what. That's one. If I was fifteen years older, I would tell any any girl that I met at a bar. I would tell her I was the stormtrooper that banged his head on <laughs> on the door in a new hope. I'm like, see that? That was me. Knapsack knows the guy who made the documentary of the, really? the 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 guy hitting the head and finding the guy who really? actually hit the head. That's hysterical. We got to talk. I, I gotta I gotta remember where that what his name was, but. Yeah, we gotta we gotta see the documentary, and then maybe I gotta get him on Riley's Cantina. We can drink some oh, wine and hit our heads. Uh, thank you for this, Trade Walker. <laughs> I'm just assuming that's a, a, a donation to the cause, and I appreciate it, Trade Walker. Very nice, much appreciated. It's always exciting when you get like like it says five, and then it's a weird sign in front of it. Right, it's not a dollar sign, so you're like that could be a could be more. Dollars. I don't yeah. know what that is. I remember somebody did send in a very nice donation and they're like, well, by the way, it's not $50. It's, it's this version of currency. So it's, it's five, just so you know. And I was like, 
<laughs> just hitting enough. like on this is enough. Thank you very much. Haskell 420 coming in hot, hey. as always. Number one, this is his favorite moments. Number one, Luke in The uh, the Last Jedi, Force Mind, uh, Force Mind, fucking Ben in their fight? I don't know. Yeah, for- <laughs> He does, does kind of do it. Yeah. He kind of does it's it, like too. It's like a mental high noon. That's very true. The Holdor maneuver, that silence was deafening. Mm-hmm. Three, Kylo kills Snoke. Boom, that's my moment. Four, Kylo losing his sheet in, t- in The Force Awakens twice. <laughs> I love that. And number five, four Skypes, the lightsaber to Ben. I was going to bring that one up, actually, because that's that's slowly starting to take over mm-hmm. where Ben Solo comes back and he's got the lightsaber, Rise of Skywalker, and he does that shrug. You have to have a little humor in there. That that made me laugh. I like and that. that. Made me, that made me love Adam Driver even more. Yeah. yeah. He's just He just has that look. He just went... Yeah, I did that. That whole scene, I thought it was very satisfying the way that that relationship ended up. I did think it would be funny if uh, if Ray and Kylo kept force healing each other, and the other one was dying, right. and they just kept doing it back and forth for like three hours, just like no, 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 you take, okay, <laughs> no, 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 you take it, no, 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 no your turn, okay, okay. Oh, hey, that that, <laughs> you know, my wrist, I heard it when I fell on that platform. It's better. Yeah, keep going, that's keep what, going. That's what it's not force healing. It's not just for desert slugs anymore. Nope. Not here, not today. Todd Weldon coming in on Patreon. Thank you, my friend. Hey, Mark yeah. and Mark. My personal favorite moments are when Finn picks up the lightsaber to defend Ray against Kylo. Ray is my favorite character, but the image of normal character standing up to defend his friend without question was just a great image, and that time made me think Finn would become an eventual Jedi. Could happen. Yep. For Last Jedi, the Holdu sacrifice scene is without question my favorite. Yep, that's up there for me as well. And finally, uh, sorry, uh, my favorite, that movie, and has some great scenes. Finally, the Luke Leia fighting flashback. As brief as it that was, was, cool. was fantastic. A scene Leia with a proper lightsaber of her own was epic. Curious to know of the three movies, which contains your absolute favorite of the new trilogy? Thanks. Of the three movies, which contains your absolute favorite of the new trilogy? Okay. What's your favorite of all the movies in the new trilogy? I'm, ah, boy, it's between uh, Force Awakens and Rise of Skywalker. I'm very okay. pro Last Jedi, but uh, I think as far as ones that I would want to revisit again and the most like moments for me, yeah, I'm. It, it's just so tough because The Force Awakens has that extra special bit of nostalgia because yeah. the, that was the beginning of a Star Wars franchise that we didn't know we were getting. Like, I, we just thought we had packed it up and we were done after Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, Thank man. you, good night. And to have that um, combined with the fact that it's it, that teaser trailer for Force Awakens, that first one, it's climbing the list. Because I always say my favorite trailer is still episode one, The Phantom Menace, the first one. It's one of the best, but yeah. seeing that first teaser and seeing the couple new characters, mm-hmm. like, what the hell was that? A double-sided lightsaber and then, and the light. And we hear yeah. the classic music and we see the Money Falcon doing its cool, like, weird, you know, inverted Great time. move, yep. That's <sighs> a good one. It's I, a good I, one. I, right now, I think I'm still going... Force Awakens. I, I think I'm still going Rise of Skywalker. Nice. But, yeah, but, I like but that. yeah, Force Awakens is very, very special. Very special place in my heart for that one. Well, get ready to dislike this video because it's the Last Jedi for me, my friend. Uh, I love it. I love the Last Jedi. I think it's amazing that the movie uh, happened under this Disney regime. I I do find it very fascinating point. that this movie happened. I do believe Rise of Skywalker was a little bit of an answer to that. However, it did wrap up some of the, like Luke 
couldn't disagree more with some people that said that you know her throwing the lightsaber and that Luke was like a dig at the last Jedi. Oh, no, I think that was, was that was the arc, a celebration Luke, of Luke completing his journey. His journey, exactly. Yeah. But I just love the movie for the throne room scene. For yeah, I know people are going to say it, but the subverting of the expectations, man. That's the kind of movie. And Luke's journey in that thing for him yeah. to fail again, mm-hmm. to to be presented with the idea that a master can fail. And walk away from everything and then get that spark of hope from another Jedi, young Jedi. And he is able to inspire the galaxy. It was such an important moment for me and my love of Luke Skywalker. Last Jedi, hands yeah. down. And and I really, it, it's hard for me to argue with it from that perspective because I'm such a Luke honk that I, I love Luke Skywalker, which mm. is why I understand why people who push back against The Last Jedi, a lot of them are upset that... Luke has flaws, and I get that. I'd Absolutely. be upset. Valid. If, Valid concerns. You know, however, I would also say that I think that the genesis of that is that we hold up these three movies. We hold up the classic trilogy right. because there was a 16-year gap before we got a new Star Wars movie with yep. all apologies to Wicked and Wilford Brimley. Yeah. That was, you know, we finally got new Star Wars movies, and so we had 16 years to uh, for these things to crystallize, to harden yep. into these perfect films that you can never dispute any of the canon that involves. And at the end of Return of the Jedi is how we're always going to remember our heroes. But right. that was not the end of their story. Like, right. guess what? I hate the, I hate to break the news to people. The day after the party scene on Endor, Luke Skywalker, you know one of the things he did? He had to take a dump. That's right. <laughs> Luke poops. Just like the rest of us, Luke had to take a massive probably like I ate something I shouldn't have at the party crap. Oh yeah. He was constipated leading up to this whole thing. We all have flaws. All that, all that, that stress about having to confront your father again. It's got to express itself somehow. Yeah. So he probably had that moment where it's like, this is really great. Wicket, you're doing great, man. Leia, Mm -hmm. can you believe we're brother and sister? Oh, we're not all perfect. I got to go. We have flaws. Uh, Absolutely. Look messed up. He messed up. He messed up. And it is one of my favorite moments that he comes back around and he's able mm-hmm. to, uh, you know, do the most powerful Jedi thing I've ever seen. Pretty cool. Just beaming himself across a fucking galaxy. Yeah. It just That doesn't happen at your local yoga studio. It sure doesn't. No. Trade Walker again. Thank you for the super chat. Hey, Obi's sacrifice at the end of New Hope always gives me chills. He believed in Luke to be the savior for the greater good. What's mm-hmm. your thoughts? Are you kidding me? That is one of those moments, one of those red letter moments in Star Wars. That we talk about Obi-Wan Kenobi sacrificing himself on the Death Star. I love that moment. See, I'm going to go the other way and say that Obi-Wan got lucky that Luke was as good as he was because I think Obi-Wan <laughs> saw Darth Vader, realized, hey, I'm old. He's not. I'm going to get my ass kicked here. So I'm going to make this look like a noble sacrifice. Right, right. No, no, I, I could be if I wanted to. I don't want to. <laughs> it's killed. And then luckily, Luke's this Jedi. Yeah. So. You want to impress me, Anakin? Can you see through that helmet? I don't think you can. Just hit me. Just hit me. Do it. Do it. Just hit. Oh. Fuck. He can see. I just imagine Obi Wan. He dies and he gets the other side, whatever. And he's like, "All right, how's my boy doing?" Like he gets his his Force Ghost headphones on. He's like, "How's my boy doing?" He's like, "He's just standing in the middle of a run, Luke, run." (laughs) (sighs) Got to work with this idiot. Jeez, I know it's gonna be a long six years. Yeah, just imagine later when he's like, "Shit, I'm gonna have to convince him to turn off that targeting computer." (sighs) How do I do this? Do I go right in, or do I go like, "Hey"? I don't think your targeting computer's working. You might want to just shut it off. Just get it out of the way. Get it out of the way. Meanwhile, you have it for, uh, hey, Luke, that's pretty expensive piece of equipment we got for you. Would you mind keeping it on? No. Okay, he's saying that there's a dead wizard. I don't, 
Okay, Luke, maybe can Wait, the dead what? wizard talk to the computer? <laughs> can we leave the targeting computer on for the dead wizard? Okay, hit refresh. Okay. <laughs> did unplug it. Okay. Plug it back. Yeah. Okay, did you flip the switch? Is it with uh, tell me this. Is it down or up? <laughs> Wait, he's talking to a wizard. I, oh yeah. my gosh! Wait, okay. I'm hold on, Luke. I'm going to put you on with Leia. You're I'm talking gonna put about you panic with... mode, and they gave him a medal for it. Unbelievable. Uh, we're going back. Dustin K. Patreon question here: Which lightsaber from the sequel trilogy is your favorite? Anakin, Ray, Kylo, Ben, or Leia's from mm. the sequel trilogy? Your favorite? Mm. I mean, well, Ray's. Oh, well, Ray. At the end, we could we can assume she has a new lightsaber. Yeah. Sorry, spoilers for people. I don't know what you're doing in a Star Wars show if you haven't seen Rise of Skywalker. But I I still go uh, Kylo Ren. I I just love it's the broadsword. So cool. I, I love that uh, you know that it's it's kind of like his personality. Aren't these lightsabers kind of the extension of the person? Mm -hmm. It's like it's it's it's, it's a brutal. needy ego trip. It's it's an ego you know? trip. It's it like flashes in and out. It right. looks angry all the it time. It Sounds the most powerful when it turns on. Yes, and I love that. Kylo Ren is my. It just happens to be he's my favorite character from the whole sequel trilogy. Is he every okay. every step okay. of the way? I love Kylo Ren. Yeah, I didn't say this after Force Awakens. I said it after Last Jedi. It was cemented in Rise of Skywalker. Okay, I just okay. I just adore it, and I and I do love his redemption story. Well, that was the amazing thing about his arc to me. Yeah, is that somebody like me could could actually see him being redeemed because i remember after force awakens i was like all right we're not there's no way he's gonna go back to being good like i saw what he did to his old man you know i think i it, saw what he did to his pappy yeah exactly and, and then and it's hard it's hard to like that guy after killing han solo right and you then, know i get it i get came it came up in the throne room in in last jedi i remember as excited as i was i remember thinking all right you you got to go a lot further to redeem him for me and that's right. not the way that movie you know went but then seeing the fact that, that Leia got really got to have that one-on-one -on -one emotionally with him yeah. in some force world and get him to come back. And then actual Han Solo kind of coming to him in a vision. And th that was the thing for me. I was like, all right, if you can get Harrison Ford to show up on set for one day, you're redeemed in my eyes. Yeah, exactly. Thanks, kid. That that That's a good point, too. Harrison Ford. Yeah. I loved I loved him being back. It, it gave me chills in the moment, and I love the idea that that he had a memory that he was talking himself mm -hmm. out of the dark side, right? Using right. the avatar of his father, which is that that's how I read it. But I thought it was a powerful moment. So if I can't cheat and say my favorite lightsaber still looks from the original trilogy, yeah, um, I was leaving there. The, the new one from the sequels, I would say, I love the the, the vision of Ray's Swiss Army. Like evil Ray's Swiss Army. Oh like, yeah, that, so that that's a good sweet. one. But I think I will go with uh with the gold saber. I think gold that saber. one was just like, oh yeah, we could we could have done that color. That's yeah. awesome. That's so cool. I will like, say that. And the movie ends. Yeah. Like, no more gold saber. Damn All time it. favorite lightsaber. All time favorite lightsaber is Anakin Luke's. Just okay. in, made it to the uh, the am, sequel. That's, I am Jedi Green. Yeah, Jedi Green. Return yeah. of the Jedi Luke. Yeah. yeah. I, I I can't argue with that. It's one of the best too. Uh, Ikaika in Patreon. My top moment might be Kylo and Han at the bridge in Force Awakens. Lightning, uh, lighting, dialogue, performances, fantastic. I still feel that. Yeah. I still have a feeling that Han helped Kylo by letting his son kill him, or maybe turned on the saber himself. Interesting. I think the vulnerability that he showed at the end of Force Awakens, where again he's just walking out on the bridge and he's like, "Look, if you really want to kill me, you can." Yeah, uh, I, I don't know that that was his plan, but right. I think that that did get into his son's thinking after a while. Oh, I think, and uh, even in the novelizations, you can you can tell that ever since he killed his father, 
that weighed on him. Yeah. It just, he carried it with him that I ultimately, and I also think, kids are such nightmares. Yeah. And he's such a jerk. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine Ben Solo growing up? I just, what a dick. Yeah. He's probably spoiled. He's gotten like, he probably was like, Hey dad, when can I take the millennium Falcon? And I was like, you're not getting that until you're at least 16. Come on, dad. He's like the other galaxy's version of Chet Hanks. Just, <laughs> just son. Can you stay out of the news, please? Come on. Okay. Okay, listen, yeah. we have to keep it under wraps that your <laughs> grandfather was kind of the worst. All right. You're not helping things here. Yeah, right. Go to your room. <laughs> How did I tell you? Don't let him have his dad, his <laughs> granddad's helmet. I know. Leo, you got the helmet. <laughs> well, did you take it away? <laughs> no, I was spice running. I don't know. Junior. Oh, wrong movie. <laughs> wrong movie. Just Sean Connor. This is the wrong movie. Just walks out. <laughs> Uh, Ikaika finishes, uh, love the reunion between the two in the rise of Skywalker Ray closing her eyes as the music swells in the final saber scene in the force awakens is goosebumps. Heaven Ooh, question. Yeah, that's up there. If you could reca recast the Trinity, Luke, Leia, and Han, who would you cast? Oh, in the, in oh, the modern Lord. day world, modern day. Sure. I mean, everybody's yeah. going to say Sebastian Stan because of Luke Skywalker looking like each other and you know, I could see that. Um, but I might want to go. Let's go Timothy Chalamet as Luke. As Luke, I, I was I was actually thinking Timothy yeah. Chalamet would be would be pretty good. Um, I think you'd be good. You know, it's been such a long time since I had Coors Light. It's going down fantastic. It's fantastic. Right. I'll, yeah. I'll do another one. You want to do another? You want to yeah. crack up another one? Because we have to now we're casting directors. Yeah, we're gonna have to really talk about this. Yeah. Um, I knew we'd Han. probably do at least two. That's the version of a bottle of wine, I guess. With, <laughs> with, <laughs> sounds like me at the Olive Garden. Like I'll have a uh, bottle of Coors Light. <laughs> yeah, with mm. with Han. Ooh, smell the cork. Yeah, it smells good. I kind of like like somebody like Will Smith for Han. You know? Yeah, I was thinking Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan would be a really good. Michael Han B. Jordan. Solo. Tom Hardy, I think would be great. Hardy'd be good. Yeah, he'd be great. You know, you know who else would be a great Han Solo? Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac. Yeah, he'd be great. Yeah. Um, and then as far as like a Luke Skywalker goes, um, that Lucas Hedges, I like him. Lucas Hedges is yeah. good. Yeah. Like that, I like that. And for Leia, Leia, Emma Stone comes to mind. She's great. Uh, Emma Stone in anything. I just adore her. Um, I don't know who you got for Leia. Okay. Don't hate me. Oh shit. I don't think Kristen Stewart would be the worst princess Leia. I think she'd be fantastic. I think she'd be okay. Kristen yeah. Stewart would be fantastic. Yeah. And on that, I mean, Robert Pattinson, if we're talking about Twilight here, which we are, we're going to switch gears here and talk Twilight. That's for why I'm here. Sure. Um, Robert Pattinson is Luke Skywalker, even Han Solo. Yeah, I, I could see, see him. I could also see him doing, uh, maybe he can come in and do. Uh, I could see him more as as the uh, adult Anakin. <laughs> yeah, you know, like he could take he could he's be got the brooding down character. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. But I mean, part of the beauty of, of Star Wars is that we like, especially with Mark Hamill, is that we, we had no idea who the hell that guy was. Right. Like, we barely knew who Harrison Ford was. Right. We kind of knew who Carrie Fisher was because of her parents. But just the fact that they were all kind of making their not screen debuts for all of them, but they were really being in this kind of movie that ended up being a blockbuster. I think that's yeah. part of the charm. So I might just go out on a limb and say the best recasting of them would be three people Unknowns. we've never heard of. Yeah, I, I agree. And especially if you think about today, movies, 
reboots, all this kind of stuff. If they were to, God forbid, it won't happen, but if they said, we're rebooting the original Star Wars and we're starting all over, I'm going to get new movies. Do you think that might get a hashtag? Oh, my God. <laughs> that would get a hashtag for sure. I just I want to I want to see Harloff hear that news because I don't even think he'd get mad. I think that he, he would like shut down. I think, I think just, he would. Wait, wait, you'd be like, oh, no, they're, they're redoing Star Wars. He'd just be like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> he'd just be done. Harloff <laughs> fell down yeah. and hasn't moved since. He would just start like like doing something completely different. For, he'd start going to the opera, and yeah. that's the only thing he does. He doesn't yeah. go see any movie anymore because <laughs> that, that's like a totally different kind of thing. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? He's no longer a Star Wars fan. It's like all of a sudden it's like he only watches foreign films now. That's it. He just <laughs> he just you know, he knows that Star Wars will never go like. with Yeah. Uh, Justin Hamilton on Patreon here. Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. And that would be my band of choice. And in the words of Van Halen, you might as well jump to the question of how come so many have problems with Luke in the sequels when he literally did what every Jedi should aspire to do. And that is win without killing others. To be a Jedi is to know peace. And how peaceful is seeing two sunsets while calmly joining the force. The Jedi aren't about being badass. They're about doing what's right. Justin yeah. Hamilton, I agree with that. 100%. That was what Ryan Johnson was going for is that he never, when he threw that lightsaber down, against the emperor many years before. I think that was his note. I'm a Jedi. Right. And he's able to do that. The, the, the principles of being a Jedi is uh, for knowledge and defense. Mm -hmm. And he used the knowledge of the force to defend the resistance by projecting himself in the front. I thought it was very consistent with his character. It, it was great. But what we have to remember is that when he throws down his lightsaber, he also had just confronted his his pappy by having an epic lightsaber fight with him. We've right. just seen uh, two hours of cinema up to that point that is a bunch of cool battles. And then from the end of Return of the Jedi until The Phantom Menace began, and then even more so until The Force Awakens began, all we had was canon that we were building with our toys, yeah. with having lightsaber battles when we were little kids or adults yeah. in the bathtub, and just thinking, like, how cool are the vehicles in Star Wars? Because it's not always the coolest thing to talk about the emotional weight that Star Wars has. Sometimes it's just awesome to say, like, you know, when the X-Wing flew in and blew up, the, it, it was exactly. so cool. So we love explosions. We love fight scenes. Those are some of the things that we remember, even if that's not the point of being a Jedi. So I understand a lot of people seeing The Last Jedi. And when Luke says, what, did you expect me to pick up a laser? Sword, right? And go take on the entire first order. Part of me was like, Yeah, that's, yeah, that's exactly what I signed up for. But <laughs> then it's like the, the every so often, because I'm not a Jedi Knight, I'm 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 too stupid to be one. Yeah. So every so often I need a Jedi to remind me what the point of being a Jedi is. It's the same thing with martial arts, because like the whole point of being a black belt is to never have to use it, right? To being so tough, to being the, the, the toughest guy. At the bar, yeah. is not the one that's trying to start shit with everybody. It's the most quietest dude who just wants to enjoy his beverage. That's the one that you do not want to start stuff with. Exactly. I love that. And the show is over. That's it. I mean, it's <laughs> like, it couldn't even put it better myself. But we are uh, do have another super chat in here. Galen Shumway, thank you for this, my friend. Ellis Riley, what story? would you want tackled for the next Star Wars animated project after Clone Wars? Mm. I would love something set 3,000 years ahead where any story would work, but would love to hear what you guys want next. That's a that's a great one. Where would we put... I'm kind of on, on those lines of thinking where I want to get away from the saga. I want to get away from the characters that we know and love. Cosine. I think that's I think that's the only way for Star Wars to grow. It's going to be growing pains, believe me. But there's this rumor now that we're getting a High Republic where it could be 400 years ago and Yoda's around. And I think that 
Yoda's like the warm blanket. Plus we have baby Yoda. So everybody loves Yoda, but it's like, if my mother sees a poster for a new star Wars movie, but Luke and Leia and everybody's gone, she's going to recognize star Wars. But if Yoda's on that poster, She's going to go, oh, Yoda, let's go see this. I, I I agree with you. I think that Yoda is the conduit that will accept us because we know how old. But if you make a movie with Yoda, who's like 300 years old and in the prime of his life, right. you better have Maz Kanata there, too. I want Maz Kanata. And I, I love the I, I just I love the idea of her. She doesn't have to be the star, but I want her to have more of a role than she had. Mm-hmm. In Last Jedi or Rise of Skywalker, yeah. I would love to see the goings on at Maz's bar or whatever she's doing. Because yeah, she might have retired and opened a bar. She might have been like the, um, you know, Ted Danson character in Cheers. She I might have been Sam Malone. She had a career, retired, and then opened a watering hole just to pass the time. Right, right. And I think with Yoda going back to it, I think that would be interesting for Maz. Yoda, what is his life back then? That's four hundred years ago, mm-hmm. so he's like five hundred years. Right. If we're assuming that 900. Okay. Yeah. So I've always said this with high Republic Yoda. He's like the company guy, right? No time for wife. No time. He's like career, Mm -hmm. like straightforward. Like I'm learning this way. I'm doing the Jedi council stuff, but I think that would be interesting to see Maz Kanata go in there and how we're going to see them work out together. What is, if you are Lucasfilm, because you know, I just don't know if they have that cohesive vision. They, as a fan who loves the sequel trilogy, their clue is not the cohesion of one filmmaking vision there. It, it's kind of obvious. Do yeah. You, so if they still don't really have that locked in yet, would you rather see them go way in advance, like what Galen wants, or would you rather see them go back? Because what, what, what can, I just don't want to hamper the future of Star Wars movies by going back in time or forward in time and making something that, oh, now we got to, now yeah. it's canon that, you know, Jabba and Yoda had an affair. You're like, right, right. You don't want something like that. I don't know. I don't know where to go. I I like the idea. For me, I think of what's fascinating, what story is interesting. I like the idea of the first Jedi. Like what mm. is what what is the state of the galaxy? I've said it a number of times on here. What is it for the first guy to ever see this and go, what? Yeah. What happened here? Yeah. And what are the implications That's for how the force began? Somebody moved to Coors Light. Right. Know? It was the force. Yeah. <laughs> it was a drunk frat party. Like, was like let oh. me tell you something. Now. Did Bro, you did see you that? See Derek? Did you see Derek's a wizard? <laughs> dude, we got to have a party, man. Dude. Okay. Derek got so fucked up, dude. He freaking used his mind <laughs> and he got himself a beer. See, this is what we can't that. have. Kathleen, if you're watching, this is what we can. Yeah, don't we listen can't to us. Have the Jedi being started by Derek, who is a junior at USC. Well, Craig's with me here. Craig Nelson, yes, I wish they would do the first Jedi. Thank you for that. I just like the idea. The implication of it is religious, and I know. Sure. Yeah. If the galaxy has a certain, there are different planets, different, you know, the outer mm-hmm. rim. There's the unknown regions. There's all these like different kind of ideas of religion throughout the galaxy what is it hap- what happens when jedi come into existence what happens when one of those guys goes you know what i'm gonna go to the dark side right what are the implications of that i just think it's a fascinating thing to explore the building and then one of the movies after that is like okay we're gonna form an order one of the movies is that somebody fell to the dark side and we you know it becomes sith and it's like what is the legend that's far far back and i know benioff and weiss were it was told that they, that's what they might be doing, but that's where I'd want to go. So far back in the past, first Jedi, 
the building of Jedi Order, the creation of Sith, the first person, the first Jedi to follow the dark side, that kind of stuff. Part of the charm of uh, A New Hope for me is just seeing that there's people like Han Solo or like some of the people in Vader's camp that are like, yeah, the Force, really? Yeah. Really? That's You still believe in that crap? Right. I love that, that that world had become that dystopian with the Force, which is clearly you know real in that galaxy. Right, right. So I would like to go back to a time when that was first kind of discovered. It, it'd be like going back to like 0 AD and Ooh. be like, hey, there's this new thing that's happening. There's this baby that was born and some smart guys are bringing him presents. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe this is something we should look into. Not bad. And there's a Roman emperor who doesn't like it. Yeah, I like that as well. Yeah. Uh, what do you guys think? Where would you put a Star Wars movie or series, you know, way back in the past, somewhere after Rise of Skywalker? Let us know as I text the comedy store back and put in my veils for the week. You have to do that. This Sorry, is important. Gotta, nope, nope. You got to do gotta that. You got to get them in by five. Real Snacks Attacks here in the super chat. Thank you, my friend. Just a super big hello to my guys, Riley and Ellis. Hope to see you, Ellis, in Vegas next month. Oh, it's going to be fun. March 6th. Just got word that Ken Knapsack's going to be there. Oh, yeah. Josh McCuga going to be there just got word a young man named uh some guy named kaiser might oh be. jesus are you really doing that hey i might want to go gates are open i might want to go well you would have a spot before kaiser would have a spot so if you want to do five minutes oh no 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 no, no i'm not doing stand-up i just mean i want to go to vegas and yeah. watch you guys kaiser might do stand-up that's that's incredible yeah. uh justin from australia good morning from australia best wine or beer to pair with swamp rat or d'oeuvres uh the best hmm I would say the best wine for swamp rat. <laughs> if we're talking Australia, you got to go yellowtail. Uh, but um, I think if it's swamp rat, you're talking about a protein. I think a very nice bold Cabernet would work uh, well. A Syrah, Syrah to, for for the region, I think would be very good. That's where I would go. Beer for you. Okay, if you're well, eating a burger, a nice protein womp rat, uh, swamp rat. If I hear swamp be. rats, I'm thinking Dagobah. I'm thinking what was yeah. in the fridge at Yoda's Little Hut, and it was Milwaukee's best. Oh, Mo Milwaukee's best. That's what Yoda drinks. Good. Yeah, that is good. Yo Yoda's a very old man, and he drinks Beast. Not Beast Light. He drinks Beast. I can't even imagine Yoda. Maybe some Coors Original. He's got the pull tops like the old school. <laughs> Champagne of beers. Yeah, it is. yeah. Like those. <laughs> I want to drink a beer like, like in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. You know, like the old, like the, the way that they would pop off. I, I want to drink a. Makuga probably gets to drink one on his new show. Oh, yeah. And he I'm sure jealous. does. I'd... Eating History, March 11th. Watch it. Uh, thank you for that. Uh, uh, for that uh, super chat there. I appreciate Your fans it. Fans are great. They're, they're awesome. You guys are just kicking ass. I know some of you by name. I know President Belfort's watching. Oh, yeah. Just, President Belfort. You guys are awesome. Yeah, this is amazing. Almost 300 people in the chat right now. This is what we do for the Star Wars show. Yeah. Yeah. They like to watch us drink and talk Star Wars. Uh, Nick and, Mundy chimes in. Oh, yeah. Nick Mundy. He just texted. He says, hey, man, saw the Comedy Central stuff. Congrats on it. They <laughs> put in parentheses. I quit Twitter. So thank you. <laughs> You did the right thing, Nick. Nick, take me with you. <laughs> take me with you, my friend. He quit Twitter. No wonder yeah. I haven't gotten a direct message lately. Yeah. Monday and I just check in with each other every once in a while. Monday, Monday, I guess, had one of the most fun Twitters because he just troll people. With, oh yeah. With, with, with Logan constantly. Oh God, and yeah. just and, and just giant. At one time, at one point, he was trolling me a little too much. I'm like, hey, dude, it's actually my Patreon. Yeah. So that that prompt <laughs> was like for my Patreon. He's like, oh shit, and he pulled it. Don't mess with the bill. <laughs> it's like, I know it's very, you know, YouTube-y, yeah. but... You've uh, got some good stuff in the can, so keep your eyes open for Monday. Uh, Real Snacks Attacks asks, Alice, what mellow mushroom pizza should I bring to Vegas for y'all? Oh, my gosh, DJ. 
<laughs> oh man, uh, I'm. You know what? It doesn't matter where it is. I'm. I'm always a uh, just a pepperoni pizza guy. But uh, nice. the. Uh, the the soft pretzel appetizer at Mellow Mushroom. Mm. Have you been to a Mellow Mushroom? No, but I remember you guys talking yeah. the. Well, Ken and Josh on the afternoons talked a mm -hmm. lot about it, but mm -hmm. it was that trip you guys went out to Arizona, right? Yeah, yeah. I I've, I've been going there for years. Introduced I, the boys to it, and uh, you're gonna love it as well. I I my mouth waters when you talk about this Mellow That's Mushroom. Good stuff. We're gonna do one last Patreon question, and the rest for the last the next half hour. Is Streamlabs super chat? Get all your questions in there. Streamlabs, you can see it up top there. Streamlabs.com forward slash Mark Riley. We're going to answer all your questions. You drive the show. The rest of the conversation we've got 30 minutes left to get to them, but I'm going to finish off Patreon right here with Jeremiah Morris. I was wondering what you guys thoughts, what your guys' thoughts are on Rebels. Kanan is my second favorite Star Wars character after Luke. If you have watched Rebels, what is your favorite scene from Rebels? Thank you for that, Jeremiah. I love mm -hmm. the character of Kanan. My favorite scene is Ahsoka taking on uh Darth Vader again, uh Anakin. Yeah. And what the implications are, what it leads to later on down the line when Ezra is able to go world between worlds. I'm not gonna spoil things for you. So, but that's one of my favorites when they delve into the four stuff, deep stuff. Kanan's one of, I think he's one of the best characters out there. And right. uh, he's he was a welcome addition to Canon, a welcome addition to have Freddie Prince Jr. coming in there and doing such a great job and also taking such great care with Star Wars. You know, he loves his Star Wars. Yeah. And I know he did that rant at one point that I just, after his rant, I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> just, just slow clapping the whole time. I, I get fucking to see uh, Freddie a lot these days. Yeah, We've man. Become, pretty good buds. You've so been we, coming friends. I we, see we, you on Twitter. That happened, and I'm just like, hey, guys, yeah. man, I like that tweet. We hang out on a regular basis, and he, he's he's awesome. And I think as far as Kanan goes, like Rebels is one of those things for me where even if I just saw Rise of Skywalker and I'm like, I can't believe I just saw that, I do have to give myself like the day test where – it, you you wake up the next day and then you see how you feel about it because there's things that happen in Rebels and I right. cited this uh, before is the Darth Maul Obi Wan fight I love I couldn't believe oh this is so cool to watch oh and then that was I thought so about good it. Like, yeah, oh that, that might happen? be mine but didn't that happen and then like 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 two years later he's this crazy wizard wandering around again so it it was a little <laughs> too um, congested for me to really appreciate that battle but it was still awesome yeah and I love when Darth Vader shows up and Ezra sees Vader for the first time oh yeah and he's coming down on the Kanan Tie Fighter is trying to talk to Ezra afterwards he's like dude that was a Sith Lord yeah <laughs> that was something that we have not seen before you're like look out that was, because I always looked at Kanan as in in NFL terms I think he'd be like a Doug Peterson or a Bill Cower where it's like you were an okay player, but now coaching is your real calling. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, yeah, like you, could, yeah. you could pull it off on the field. Coaching is where you're next level. Yeah. I, I'm with you. That's, I love that. Thank you for the question, Jeremiah. I appreciate it. Super chat here. Madison Badger. Thank you for that. You got an R2D to there. That's, that's appreciate it that's very much. You the greatest son, hero in the galaxy. Exactly. R2D2, your favorite character, yes, right? That I love correct. that. That's such that's that is the correct response, no matter what. I mean, some people go, well, it looks good. You're right. R2 is the, the most best. clutch performer in the Star Wars galaxy of you're stars. Talking, you're talking about favorite moments in yeah. these movies. Say what you will about Phantom Menace. I got out of my seat when R2 saved the day on Naboo. Again. When again. And I thought it was really cool that he's up on there and there's like magnets and it's like all the droids are being picked off. And there's that, there's one little droid. Who is that little droid? And it's R2 looks at the camera like, I got this. My favorite moment in any of the Star Wars movies may just be that, that little thing where Luke does this in Return of the Jedi. Mm. And R2 opens the chamber to shoot the lightsaber. Just that one scene. 
Yeah. That's that's what you think about right before you go on stage. It's you know? it's chill inducing. That music yeah. is a bump. Bump I listen to that. If I need to be pumped up. Uh, so good. That's what I do. You send Tran. Thank you here for the super chat, my friend. TFA was my introduction to Star Wars. I love that. See, we're getting the sequel trilogy. Say what you will about them. These are introductions for people that love Star Wars. You have prequels, you have originals and sequels. People are going to come into Star Wars, maybe on Rebels, maybe on Clone Wars. That's great. Welcome to the club. Welcome Read the to Trusa the- Bakura. It's better than you remember. <laughs> Favorite moment is when Ray summons and ignites Luke's lightsaber. It was then that I realized I love Star Wars, all caps. That's I great love to hear. that, my friend. Thank you for that. It's a great moment. It is a great moment. Um, yeah, and that music, I don't know if you guys know Williams being the master that he is, when she gets that lightsaber and lights it up you hear the same music where Luke just witnessed his aunt Mm -hmm. and uncle being torched Mm -hmm. disintegrations, whatever you want to call it. Maybe it was Boba Fett. That's a a big theory out there, but that's the moment where there's Yeah. Did you ever hear that theory? Boba Fett was the one, no disintegrations. Boba Fett had, had his Saturday free. Yeah. Right. Decided to take an an Imperial gig. (laughs) Could be. Is it, you want me to what? Wipe out an uncle and an aunt. Yeah. Like nice. you got you got 10k credits. Sure, Hundy. Prove it. Sure. <laughs> Thank you for that, Houston. I appreciate that. And going into Super Chat and uh Streamlabs now. Uh want to make sure I get it all. Gotta find it real quick. That's what I do here. How are you doing on your beverages? I'm Everything doing good? Great. You're just watching you maneuver this keyboard. It's uh it's thing of beauty. That's great. <laughs> You're like I, I don't know how to do it. Yeah, I'm know? I'm like Han Solo, but less cool. Yeah. You're less well, I have a dog, so that's what that was my fa- that was one of my favorite jokes you had that you closed out on. Uh, it's like Chewie, we're home. The Chewie, we're <laughs> home. I actually did that one time in bed. It, 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 it didn't go great. Didn't work. Yeah, sense of humor in the bedroom don't always mix well. Got it. <laughs> but you got to try it. You got to try it. All right, here we go. Ferris Muthana coming into Streamlabs. Thank you, my friend, for more whiskey specifically. Oh no, no, no. Sorry about that. Uh, hey guys, I hope you guys have a wonderful day, Ellis. When was the moment you realized that I love Star that I love Star Wars? And what is your opinion on pod racing? So these are Streamlab <laughs> questions. Streamlabs.com a forward slash Mark Riley. We're answering them the rest of the show. I love pod racing so much. I actually love the concept, and I might be in the, the stark minority here. I love the concept of pod racer announcers. I love that pod racing is like NASCAR on Tatooine. Mm. And I am all for the fact that you need announcers. This is a show. We got a crowd here. You need broadcasters if you're going to have a crowd that big to announce what the hell is happening with the pod racing. I loved having those announcers. I loved it too. Um, I think pod racing, a lot of people have said they would love to see a pod racing movie, mm-hmm. like see what it's like, just a Star Wars standalone, like kind of like going to the track, betting yeah. on the horses, but it's with the pod race, scum and villainy, sure. Maybe Jabba's a part of it. Yeah. I love it. I love pod racing. So Fares, Muthana, thank you for that. That's a great question. And it just uh, quickly to follow up on your, on your other question is yep. that, it, the, the moment I knew I loved Star Wars like more than just like, oh, this is a cool movie was when I was watching because I, I would watch them all day. Like I learned how to use a VCR based on the Empire Strikes Back like oh, yeah. and stuff. But that scene where Obi-Wan is talking to Luke, they probably got high and he's talking to Luke about, you know, Luke shows him the message that mm-hmm. R2 had and he's telling him, you have to go to all uh, and Luke's asking him about what the hell is the force what the hell are Jedi right, right. when Obi-Wan is explaining that to him there's just so much canon that is packed in there and you're thinking to, to yourself 
I, I want to see. I want to know what the Clone Wars were. I want to. I want to know yeah. what this was. And then that just invest. You want to investigate that world further. And so that was kind of the gateway for me. That these are cool movies, and I want to know everything else about this galaxy. Yeah, man. I, I that remember music is great too. The music's it's great. Underrated. The music in that scene. It reminds me of uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh when, yeah. Whenever they explain mythology of the Ark of the Covenant. Mm-hmm. It's a little like scary, little but it's also. Do you know why? And I learned this from David W. Collins in the great soundtrack show. Watch that show. Sorry, listen Ooh. on. It's a podcast. They add wind every time they talk about the Ark of the Covenant. Yeah. Literally, they add wind blowing in the background. So you hear it. So there's this like uncanny, this yeah. almost like subconscious, like. It's so like, cool. Like it's like a, a haunted house or something. You just get I, the idea that you're dealing with more than what is in your eyeline yeah whether it's arc of the covenant mythology or it's everything that's in star wars it's like there's more here to get invested in i love that thank you for the question did get a super chat here from justin hamilton thank you for that i will take those gonna make sure i don't miss them favorite moment happens in the clone wars when palpatine learns that maul is back and he says get my ship ready that's a good one that is definitely a good one back over yeah that's i love the emperor and maul stuff i love how they opened up the mythology a lot in Clone Wars, lit and moved it over to Rebels, and then Darth Maul, I think, is one of those tragic characters that I don't in, have in Rebels. Oh, it, it, the fact that he survived getting this, getting oh yeah, that never half, bothered me. I don't have an issue with that, and I did like seeing him show up at the end of Solo. I thought that was more natural to me, anyway, in the canon that I built for myself because we all build our own canon. Let's face it, we do. Then we when he fought Obi Wan, so close to a new hope. Absolutely. Ferris Mathana again. Uh, also, Riley, it was fun talking to you Sunday before the Oscars. What aspect of Star Wars EU project was your favorite? Because I hear a lot of good things about the Darth series like Dane, uh, Bane and Plagueis. Yes, we did a little hang on Patreon, the geek out where we did our Oscar predictions. That's on patreon.com forward slash Riley Roundtable. Ooh, that's a plug there for you. For my favorite EU project has to be Darth Bane. No, Darth Plagueis, I think is my favorite because that's like how she Palpatine mm-hmm. became the Sith Lord that we know him for, who was Darth Plagueis, how did he learn how to, you know, maybe raise the dead, commune with the dead, save people from dying. It's a, it's one of those novels that I just adore. I think so many people, rightfully so, uh, will cite the Thrawn trilogy, will cite what Timothy Zahn did, because yeah. that was, those were the first books that I read. Okay. If I recall correctly, but yeah, then yeah. I got onto the, those are those are like the old. School. I got hooked on the Kevin J. Anderson ones, and just because again, I love Return of the Jedi so much, and I want to know what happened after Return of the Jedi. It was cool to see what the next step in all of our favorite characters' lives were. Oh yeah, that that was for me for a while. That was our sequel. Mm-hmm. That was our very first. There was no more Star Wars movies, and, and then all of a sudden. Ship. Called the Sun Crusher. It was like, all right, do you have to name everything about? Come on. Come on, guys. Oh, no. It's the planet destroyer. It's flying in here. Don't don't look. You don't have to be on on the nose, bad guys. <laughs> Zach Anderson. Oh, here we go. We got a donation for our guest. A $20 donation. Zach Anderson, my friend. Thank you very much. You can get a 30 rack of Coors Light for around 22. I remember. So there you go. We're getting a 30 rack. Of course, like thanks to Zach Anderson. Yeah, I, I remember uh, when when Makuga before he got married, we were a bunch of us were down in San Diego, and I wanted to be the hero, so I went to the gas station around the corner and bought two 
30 packs of Coors Light and put them on my shoulders and walk back. I felt like He-Man in that moment. You are the hero that we need, Mark. I wasn't. I was just a drunk on the beach. Well, there's that too. Never forget that, kids. (laughs) Zach Anderson, thank you for that. Don Stilato coming in. Hey, guys, what are your thoughts on Andrew Dice Clay hosting the the Oscars uncensored? Georgie Porgy putting pie tear off in his girlfriend's eye when her eye was dry and shut Georgie's. Yeah, well, Don Stilato. I mean, I can't finish that one because I don't want yeah. this. Uh, I don't want to get another hit on my channel here. Don Stilato is always coming in with the Andrew Dice Clay. No, Andrew Dice Clay, do your stand up, do your dirty limericks, and what do you do? I grew up with Andrew Dice Clay. I love him, but hosting the Oscars, I don't know. We're thinking about Dice is like because I, I I I know him and uh, he. You know, was he was like the biggest comic in the world in the late '80s, and with all the nursery rhymes, and that's fine. If he, it, you, you watch him actually just like do stand up and like tell stories. Oh, he's hysterical! He's so good. He is when so he's good. not trying to be dirty and be dice, right? And he's just talking about how frustrating he is shopping at Staples. <laughs> he's he's great. He is great. He's one of the best. Yeah. Uh, so Don Salato, thank you for your Andrew Dice Clay love, my friend. Uh, Lucas J. Shashek. We got some more wine here. Another wine donation, Lucas. Thank you very much, my friend. You're, gonna, uh, you're going to Bedmo later today, aren't you? Oh, I'm going to Bedmo. I have wine for days. You I can't wait. Two for one, because yeah, because we're. I'm going to put some of it into. Oh yeah, the two for one mm-hmm. at Bedmo. Huge. Like two. The first bottle's normal price. Second one's like five cents. Five cents. Because yeah. I'm going to do something. I'm going to probably take Lucas J. Shashek or somebody. I have the donations all listed, but Nathan Hamill is coming on the Cantina next week. Oh, so wow. I got to find out what Nathan Hamill likes to drink. Okay. Whether or not it's red wine, white wine, maybe no. But we're sticking with wine next week because. Well, I'll come hang on the couch with Leia and drink Coors Lights and just shout. Just, you should. I'll literally throw $20 bills at you guys to answer my question. We got another donation for the. <laughs> I got it, dude. I got. He can also bring back your young guns too. I was going to say my first twenty dollars question. Where's, where's my young where's guns? My goddamn young guns too. Nathan, <laughs> if you're listening right now, he might want his poster back. Hello. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Lucas, thank you. So since you're not drinking wine today, I'll drink my fortified wine Madeira instead. Have mm. some cash for the wine fund. Thank you, my friend. Also, we see four speed a total of one time in Star Wars canon. What other moment in the series? could have used a force speeding Jedi. Well, it should have happened in the same movie that it was introduced. I think Obi-Wan could have used that force speed to get to Qui-Gon Jinn and Darth Maul because he was a long, mm-hmm. the long hallway there. And I know there was the force fields that jumped up, but if he force sped, he could have maybe saved his friend. Obi-Wan, you had some growing up to do, my friend, but you did get your revenge later on in Rebels. So yeah, well, it's it's not the right play for Obi Wan because, like we said, he was it was his destiny to sacrifice himself for Luke. But mm-hmm. if I saw Vader in his prime, oh yeah, on his turf, Obi Wan's playing an away game. <laughs> I'm using Force Speed to just get the hell out of there. Yeah, live to fight another day. Yeah, that's a good point. I you would know? have done Force Speed. Let's see where it could have come in handy. <laughs> at the local coffee bean on Tatooine, the yeah. next day they're all like, "Where's old Ben? He usually does his crossword <laughs> at nine eight. Is he not? Is he sick? Do you want to go Force check me, on He's him? doing the power walking. He's got the weights, the two <laughs> the two pound weights that my mother uses when she walks the dogs, and it's just Obi Wan going across. He's got that eighties aerobics headband. Yeah, and you're like Ben from the old Ben. Is Can't that- talk force speeding. Can't that- talk. He's <laughs> like, I'm getting back into shape. <laughs> Thank you for that, Lucas. I appreciate it. Jay Scotty oh, St. Clair almost dropped my microphone. Jay Scotty St. Clair. Did the dog stepfather have an opportunity to discuss Bill Burr's role in The Mandalorian with Mayfield himself? If not, what was his favorite <laughs> part of their incar- and their interaction? Oh, yeah. Did you talk to him about The Mandalorian? I did. I, yeah, I did a little bit because that was... 
That's awesome. So nobody knew that Bill was in the Mandalorian until Sunday. Uh, the oh, because you that's Sunday right. They recorded early, right? Because they dropped that extended Mandalorian look, and people saw Bill Burr. And so I got a couple tweets, just like, "Hey, did you see this? This comic is in Mandalorian." Yeah. And then I asked him about it on Tuesday, and he because he, he is so not a Star Wars guy at all, right? So he probably didn't tell. even know that they were dropping it at Celebration. And so when I brought it up to him, he, he was kind of like, "Yeah, how do you, you?" He just wanted to make like, "Hey, I didn't spill the beans." on some on on anything when you know i told him that i was at celebration that's where i taped my special right and all right. that and so he said it was fun uh you know he, he said I, I, hey i'm in one episode yeah and and so when he told me that and he could come back maybe. i was yeah. thinking like oh he definitely eats in that episode not realizing the episodic nature of what the mandalorian was going to be so right. i would love to see bill come back i want more boston in uh out of space i would love to see more boston and out of space thank you very much a for the question far, far away. a galaxy far far away thank you for that i appreciate it jay scotty st Clair, ferris mathana again my favorite scene the lightsaber throne room battle it was just dope yep i'm mm -hmm. with you on that one mm -hmm. jj winward in Streamlabs. thank you for this donation my friend we when are we getting the T Todarian on Disney Plus, uh, detailing Watto's time as a soldier on Toydaria in the style of Apocalypse Now. JJ, wow. I want that movie, man. Yeah. I want that movie. You write that movie, and I'm going to do my best to get it to Lucas himself. Even though he's not on the Star Wars movies anymore, I'm going to get it to him because he can appreciate that because he used to. He was almost going to do Apocalypse Now. <laughs> okay, look, if my dream gets realized and Mark Riley and his great team end up doing Star Wars in 90 minutes, oh. they're going to need an intermission. During that five-minute intermission, I will perform a one-man show that is Watto <laughs> back in his home planet. So you write it. I'll perform it. <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh my God! <laughs> we make it happen here. Totalia is apocalypse now. I smell the napalm in the morning. <laughs> He's like, what? What's that reference for? What's napalm? <laughs> oh, sorry, it's an American it's an thing. <laughs> So thank you for that, uh, JD. I appreciate it. Ferris Mathana again. I believe people give the Last Jedi too much hate. Uh, it is a fun movie. I like the movie. My overall favorite scene are in the uh, the intro to Darth Maul with the lightsaber battle and the Mustafar scene. What are your guys' favorite scenes overall? I mean, how much time is this show right now? We got about twelve minutes here. I have so many. The one the one that keeps sticking out to me always is when Luke uses the Force on Hoth. And That's his life depends on it yeah. because it's the first time we see a Jedi actually use, you know, actually catch something, use it to move things. The music, John Williams theme, it's like you have the 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 Wampa coming, you have that that scariness happening, but the force theme comes underneath it and you're just like, oh God, I get chills every time. All right, this is my favorite scene in uh, any of the Star Wars movies, but it's just one I think of often, particularly when I'm at the gym. Okay. Is the scene, It's this is like an in-between sets. The kind of uh, swing thought for everybody yeah. is think of when the force field is up at the end of ep uh, episode one and it's Obi-Wan and Darth Maul is just pacing, looking at him. That's what oh. you're doing when you're looking at that weight and you know, you got to lift it and you yeah. know, you got 45 seconds to rest and you're about to kick its ass. Oh my God. That's a good one. Yeah. I good. love that. Good stuff. Thank you for that very much. Uh, we're going over to Piz P I Z Patrick. Thank you so much. Yoda. We are what they grow beyond was my favorite because it was a profound message I needed at that moment in my life. Made me feel like less of a failed parent and realize my kids growing past me was just an, a natural part of life. Patrick, come on. You're not a failed parent. If the, if the kids are growing past you and it was just a natural part of life, you've kept them alive. 
you are a good parent. That's yeah. what I have to say. Now, unfortunately, Yoda's words ring true with comics too. And I talked to a new comic and I saw him on stage and they're 25 years old and they just crushed. I'm just thinking like they are what we are, what they grow beyond. I'm like, yeah, kid's probably going to be better than <laughs> I saw Gerard Carmichael on the stage for the first time. I was like, yeah, he's, he's grown beyond. <laughs> Does that happen uh, sometimes when you're, when you're uh, Gerard's the one I think of the most. Cause he yeah. was just so great. The first time I saw him both from the same hometown, which in oh, Salem, North nice. Carolina. Yeah. I love that. Patrick, I love the question. Thank you so much. Ferris Mathon again. Mace Windu. Uh, motherfucks, that purple threw me off, and I liked it. And Maul's double lightsaber opened my eyes to different styles. Mm -hmm. I, I I think I read that correctly. So uh, Mace Windu's purple lightsaber is one of your favorites, and Maul's double lightsaber opened my eyes to something different styles. Very much so. When Thank you. We all saw that in the first trailer. We're like, oh, it's a cool lightsaber. Did it just light up on the other side? I, I, it. There was it's something about awesome. that was back when it was still VHS. And so we taped mm -hmm. it because it was on like channel seven or something. It was like, we're going to run the new star Wars trailer on the news at yeah, six. And yeah, we're like, we yeah, got this. Right. That was one of those things where I just kept going back. Just like, Oh my, it was gosh. so great. Are those horns? I know. Or the, who is this guy? He's going to be the Darth Vader oh, of the saga. So no way they're killing him off in this movie, man. He's going to be out the whole movie. Look what happened. The guy is a legend now. So thank you for that, Ferris Muthon. And Lucas J. Shashek. Mark, Alex and I are going to miss your show in Vegas. But oh, wow. I got her to commit to coming to L.A. for the Schmodown free-for-all. And we've already got tickets for March 20th. Sweet. Big show, L.A., March 20th. That's going to be fun. That's for where to stay that's near downtown but far from Skid Row. Okay, well, yeah, that's the question. Um, oh, boy. It's I always hard looking for places in L.A. sometimes. I had a, I had a friend stay. I want to say it was like the Renaissance or something like that, but um, it was near the Bank District, if that makes sense, um, hmm. downtown. So, yeah, I mean, you're you're going to be far enough away from it, but right. check out the Renaissance, I think. I think it's a reasonably priced hotel down there. Good advice, yeah. yeah. I never know. Might be haunted, but... People, ooh, Wait, yeah. it is? Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's not like the Overlook, you know. We just watched Doctor Sleep again. It's so good. I really liked it the it's second so time good. even more. And I, and the, the ending it. worked for yeah. me now. Because I, I, I kind of was like, eh, it's just a shining greatest hits moments at the end there. But the second time, man. Oh, yeah. I loved it. And at the, at the end, the post credit scene when Brian Cranston breaks in with his Mountain Dew Zero. Oh, that was great. It's a good Super Bowl, man. Good Super Bowl. <laughs> But you think we didn't really talk? We didn't text. Did you watch it by yourself? I, I, me and Molly watched it. Yeah, you're it a was, good man. It, it, it was great, and uh, just like I'm so afraid of what Patrick Mahomes is going to do to the league the next ten years. I was rooting for Patrick Mahomes because he looked nervous the first three quarters. He and then did. He got it together, and so now if you give that kid a Super Bowl win, oh, he's God. never going to be nervous again on a football field. Yeah, look the hell out. Yeah, Kansas City. Oh boy, such a fun team. To Dangerous. Yeah. Uh, Ferris Mathana, thank you for that. Um, uh, I want to go back to facetious Christ. I love this. So $20 buys you a bottle of wine. How much to get a death stick episode? Your $3 is going to buy a death stick. I'm going to give it to my next guest, which is Nathan Hamill. Nathan, ha well, no, I don't want to kill Nathan Hamill. No, he, wanna, he actually might know about uh, death sticks. He so. might know about death sticks, yeah. yeah $9 will get you a, uh, a pot. It's like a pot LaCroix. Zero calories. Uh, no gluten, but uh, I got it at the uh, the weed shop because it's legal here. And I sipped a couple last night watching the Oscars. Had a peaceful sleep afterwards. It's great. Yeah, I Pot, do. Uh, seltzer water. Pot seltzer water. It's like an edible. Yeah, it, yeah. It's it kind of just goes right in. And it's made by Lagunitas, who is okay. like a beer company, but the zero calories. 
I love this. Five milligrams THC, five milligrams CBD. That's delicious. Yeah, I'm I learning. Did. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm proud I'm, of me, Darina. I'm very. I'm learning. <laughs> I'm proud of you. I had an edible last night. I slept oh, yeah, the yeah. best I ever you're, had. You're good with the drugs. I, I'm up on the drugs, but apparently, I was speaking in my speaking. Sure, talking in my sleep last <laughs> night. Oh, Julie said I was having nightmares. You... Yeah, no, and I I just went out, but she yeah. said that she's like you were having nightmares last night, and I said I was, and she huh. said you were talking to me. I said what did I say? She's like, "There's a man in the room," and I went, "There's a man in the room." She's wow. like, "Yeah, you were looking in the corner, saying there was a man in the room." Do you watch The Outsider on HBO, dude? It's maybe great. that's what's doing it to you, dude. That isn't that a great show? Yeah, dude with the hoodie and like the melty face. Oh, it's so it's I I just ordered the book. I'm gonna read that. I I, I well, tell me if the book's good. Yeah. You, you want to read it after? No, I'm, I'm okay. You could put it on your toilet in the I'll back there. I'll stick with this series. <laughs> but thank you. You get it all there, man. You I, get I, it I can't all put there. it in the back of my toilet because then where would I put why we love Star Wars? Oh, see, that's great. Mm-hmm. I got to get that. I got to get that for a coffee or a coffee table. Yeah. Uh, I have it. Maybe I just need to put it on the table now. Uh, Ferris Mathon again. I would love a series or movie in the criminal underworld. I would love to see regular people in the universe who have to do whatever to get by and we get some Jabba and our, uh, uh, and or another criminal overlord. It makes me think of something, Fares. Did you ever read the, it's not canon, Shadows of the Empire? Yes, I did. Prince yes, Shizor. Mm-hmm. That is a black son. He had this, these pheromones that he tried to, he, get, he tried to bed Leia. Right. He tried to bed Leia. Right. The I man, so much about the that. boyfriend is in carbonite. And Prince Shizor is sitting there going, right, you will come to me. And Leia's like, what's going on with it? And she didn't know she had force powers yet, but she was able to kind of counteract that because of her own force sensitivity. Yeah. I think that's a good, if you want criminal underworld, I think a black son, Prince Shizor, make him canon. You made Thrawn canon. Why can't you make Prince Shizor? I love this question, Ferris. And I, I'm going to say that I've been pushing for this since I heard Star Wars was coming back after it was yeah. bought by Disney. I want to see a gangster film starring a hut, maybe Jabba, directed by Martin Scorsese. It's not a joke. Yeah. I want to see it. Imagine Pesci doing the voice of a hut. Yeah. That would be great. <laughs> that would be great. But to Bedewer's point here, uh, yeah, Mark Ellis, uh, Ellis reading. No. I Look, kids, back in the 90s, you had to read your Star Wars. You do. That was the only way you got new Star Wars. That's was the only reading way. That, and then Dark Horse, thank God, started releasing Star Wars comics. Those are some of the good ones. But, yeah. Um, My favorites were the infinities yeah. where they did the, uh, the what if scenarios. Mm-hmm. Oh, those are some of the best where like Luke actually dies at the hands of the Wampa. So like Leia has to take it's, over. It's like the what if. Yeah. They're really great. Thank you for that. B And then we're coming in to an end here in Streamlabs. Get in your last ones. we got about four minutes left. I want to make sure I get it. And B I highlighted your comment for a reason. No question, just supporting. Please give Leia kisses for me. Aww, of course, you got it. She will accept them. Yes, Leia will accept them. She, yeah, she's a little sweetheart. She, I don't know if you can see that. <laughs> Leia is sprawled eagle yeah. on the back. Like it's, it's always so funny. You the walk in here, love having like their tummy like touching like the couch cushion. Oh and yeah, just, like sprawl. Molly does the same thing. It's, it's she's, she's so great. She's you're just. Look at you, little girl. Uh, I want to appreciate everybody for dropping in and doing a super chat, a Streamlabs, a like, a comment, Patreon, all that, because Mark Ellis, my friend, thank you very much for joining the Cantina. I appreciate you coming, my friend. I love what's going on with your career right now. Thank you so much. I was a beaming prideful friend when i watch i was like this is really cool i i think i was like i had like at least two glasses of wine in me 
and I was talking to Julia. I'm like, That's, can you leave this? this is really two great. drink minimum this is, for a reason. It, yeah. Two drink minimum. But I was also, I might've had an edible as well as we were like wrapping it up in Orange County after a lot of wedding uh, planning there. And Julie, Julie did look at me and go, you're high. <laughs> oh, well, that's the best way to enjoy me. Thank you. Um, thank all of you guys are great fans. Thanks for having me. I would yeah. love to come back soon. I'll bump Anytime. Nathan. I'll be back next week. Okay, good. And, oh, no. Mark um, Ellis is yeah, back. Yeah, and if any of you out there um, have uh, parents that have any questions about my stand-up act, just what, have what, them my... email Mark, join his Patreon, and <laughs> he will answer the sexual innuendo jokes that I tell. Yeah, that was an awkward thing that my mother didn't realize. She kept asking specific questions. Mother, stop it. Julie, I should pull up the text because Julie actually texted me because mm -hmm. we do. They have that silent conversation going where she's like, is she for real? I'm like, yeah, she's for real. Oh, that's she so really doesn't know. So uh, thank you. What, but what what's coming up next that you can buy some tickets for your shows uh, that people yeah. can uh, support got, you? Uh, Atlanta in a couple weeks. I'm doing stand up yeah. one up comedy club. Then we have the Schmodown on Saturday in the ATL. Then the next week I'm in Vegas. Then the next week, I'm in Austin, Texas. I'm doing some South That's by right. Southwest stuff. And then I'm also doing a show at a bar that is, I think it's called the North Door. And it's just, I just wanted a little dive bar to go do a show and at. And this is in Austin? Yeah, to go do stand God, up. I love Austin. And then uh, the next week, I am here in LA doing the big show Friday, then the free for all. Right. And then I go to Denver and some other places after that. So in the meantime, I have a YouTube channel that's just Mark Ellis. And you can check out my Patreon, Mark Ellis Live, as so many of you in the chat room referred everybody to. So thank you all for that. You guys really are the best fans in the galaxy. You really are. All of you guys that not only support Mark Ellis, support me, support everybody doing this. It means the world. You know, you guys know what I say it all the time. The Collider thing happened, but you gave me that really nice soft landing. I appreciate it now. Go check out Riley, uh, the uh, Riley Roundtable Patreon page. That's patreon.com forward slash Riley Roundtable. We are doing a Schmodown hang tomorrow night. That's for the $5 tier Ooh. where all of us just get together and we talk Schmodown. And you, can get, you guys can quiz me, all that good stuff. And then this, uh, if you guys know, the deadline for Riders Room has closed. But if you do have those pages and you just missed it, you can hit me up in a private message. The last Saturday of every month, we read your five pages and have a nice writer's room, constructive criticism, lifting you up, getting that project you always wanted. We get it in the right it's track. It's a great so thank thing. You. And I it's love not that I do on that. a lot of people's Patreons. That's a valuable asset. Yeah, you get $10 a month, gets you a writer's room, a writer's class with me and a bunch of people. And this is, dude, you talk about it. This is the biggest writer's room I'm going to have now. We're to to the second month into this whole new Patreon thing where I'm doing the uh, the full time kind of Patreon with YouTube. I have something like 15 people putting they their pages in. They know talent when they see it. Well, I got something else for your Patreon here. So when's the next Mark and Julie party here? Oh, yeah. When is the next because Mark and Julie party here? Is is we should do a live stream where it's like whoever's at the party, just like you host or whoever hosts, and then we just random people pop on, say hi for five minutes, and then continue about their evening at the Mark and Julie's. Uh, that's a great that's idea. That's a Patreon tier. That's a Patreon and tier. let's do it this weekend because uh, yeah. I'm in town. Well, Valentine's oh, yeah. Day, you might get a little. Oh, it's Valentine's Saturday. Day. Saturday. We can the make 15th. it. Too. Yeah. February 15th. Yeah. February 15th. You think about it, talk it over with your patrons. Uh, you know what? Pitch it in the writer's room. <laughs> and let me know if it, let me know how it, how it focus groups. I'll, I'll, I'll pitch it in the writer's room. <laughs>
Guys, thank you again for joining me here uh, on Wednesday is Riley's Camp Blood. Join me for that. That goes live at 5 p.m. PST. And then Thursday, the big show, the Riley Roundtable, the flagship show, 5 p.m. PST. We did it a little early today to accommodate Mark Ellis' schedule because where are you going next? All right. I'm going to go hit the wangers. Going to go see those, the uh, those fellows out in Burbank. So we're going to talk about Oscars, and I think we're playing bingo and – Probably having a few more of these. So I love those guys. Good Monday for me. So much. So go support them as well. Thank you, everybody, for joining here. Hit that like. Hit that subscribe button. Share with your friends. If you want to hit, hit Patreon, you can do that. Patreon.com forward slash Riley Roundtable. And I'll see you next time on an all-new show, which is Riley's Camp Blood. See you then. Bye-bye.